Welcome to the Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to the Rachel Kujup Show. In today's episode, I'm speaking with my good friend and coaching client, Anna Scott, about the power of sustainable PR. Working with Anna has been such a joy and I'm always coming away from our conversations with ideas of how to increase my visibility without the burnout and overwhelm. So I wanted to give her the opportunity to share just a fraction of her insights with you today. But first, here's a little more about her. Anna is your go-to visibility and PR coach, empowering passion-led women in business to become their own hype women so they can grow their audience, become noteworthy in their industry and take their business to the next level. Using over a decade's worth of experience with some of Australia's biggest homegrown brands, coupled with her intimate knowledge of the small business world, she supports her clients with the confidence and know-how they need to be PR ready in a way which is down to earth, easy to follow, easy to implement, and most importantly, gets results. If you're looking for a coach to help you supercharge your visibility, reach new audiences and grow, Anna will help you identify and go after the opportunities you never knew were possible for you and your business. I know you're going to get so much from this conversation with Anna, so let's dive in. I'm so excited to speak with you today about sustainable PR because what I love about your approach and what I'm always learning from you is how you can support your clients to be making really important visibility decisions that actually have a lasting impact on their business. Like you're not about the quick wins, you're about the long-term and slowly building on everything that they're doing. So before we jump into all your incredible tips and strategies, I know most listeners know what PR is. However, recently I've been talking to the community about PR and small business. And I think many people don't really know what it means for them and their business. So I would love for you to define how, like what PR is in simple terms, specifically for small business, if you can. Yeah, sure. Um, That is a great question. I think um, there's a lot of mystique behind PR and people really get um, caught up in the like, my brand isn't big enough or I haven't been in business for long enough or I don't earn enough or I don't have a story to tell and there's all of these things but when you break PR down into its simplest form you know there's kind of two ways that you share your message and one is through the channels which I sort of say earned but that's earned and shared really so that's where you're controlling the message 
you're sharing what you're about, you're sharing your advice, your knowledge through these channels where you control that message and you're telling people essentially that you're good and that they should want to work with you and all of those things. And what PR is, is actually looking at those other channels where your people are going to, where they're hanging out, um, the people, the businesses that are actually having an influence on their buying decisions and you're tapping into those and they're essentially sharing your message, sharing what you do, sharing that knowledge and advice that you have and telling their audience, they're almost recommending you to their audience. And so that's what it's all about. So you know, I know often we think PR is just media or publicity stunts, but particularly for small business, it's just so much more than that. It's about, you know, tapping into, you know, podcasts your customers or potential clients might be listening to, um, potentially brand collaborations with, um, you know, other businesses who have a similar audience to you. There's so many different things that you can do it, be doing that is actually PR. And sometimes we just don't realize that it sits underneath that banner, I guess. Oh, such a good answer. Thank you so much for explaining that really simply. I think you've explained it well, like separating out where a lot of us are spending our time and some of the misconceptions about PR because you're so right like when I talk to my clients about PR they're thinking of like Samantha in Sex in the City and like publicity stunts and I know a big topic which you and I always talk about right now but I feel like it's a conversation we're always having you know every few months people are talking about going viral and how to go viral and I've really personally never been concerned with going viral like I've been asked to do it for other companies and I've always said like no let's focus on sustainable PR and doing everything you've just shared like having those really meaningful conversations but I guess I would love to hear your expert opinion can you speak to why the industry or why this idea of like going viral keeps coming up and why going viral might not actually be a good thing yeah, I think, um, you know, this idea around going viral is really a short-term game plan and people are looking for quick, quick wins. They are really busy. They are like, you know, how can I get this result really quick? I don't want to do the hard yards. I just, I just want to go viral or, I, you know, whatever the thing is, they're looking for those quick wins. And I think there's a lot of people within the industry that are kind of playing on that. And so this conversation and this push for people to really focus on, you know, creating that reel that's just going to get in front of like, you know, thousands and thousands of people or whatever that, that piece of content is that you're hoping to go viral. There's a real push around that and we're being told that's the solution. And unfortunately, you know, it's not often that, that is actually that long-term solution for your business. You know, you might get in front of thousands and thousands of eyeballs, but are they the right people that you want to be connecting with? Or are they just like a whole bunch of random people and your fingers crossed that, you know, a whole heap of them are your ideal customer or client? Um, also, you know, these viral reels tend to be 
quite entertainment driven or they are really controversial and I always question whether they're actually adding value to your community um, to the people that you're trying to reach or whether they're just kind of adding to the noise and then I think that other thing around it is really consistency you know we talk about this so much in business you know you need to be you know showing up consistently which you know in all these different places where your people will hear your message and and understand what you're about and all of those things and if you're focusing on just like going viral and it's happening every now and then like are you just being a flash in the pan are you this one hit wonder and then you disappear and you don't say anything again like how are you continuing that momentum and that conversation um and again yeah is viral really the thing that you should be focusing all your attention on? Um, yeah, and will it give you what you're actually after? I love that. And let's be honest, when has someone ever gone, I'm going to go viral today, and then gone viral? Because <laughs> you're so right. Like, you can't plan going viral. And I know that people were talking about, like, a formula, like, you know, if we're going to use the reels topic, because I think a lot of us can relate to that. You know, here is this trending audio. Here are the transitions you should do. Here are like the three type messages you should share to get their attention in the first five and eight seconds. But again, you can do all of that and like no one cares, like crickets. And then you can do all of that and it just hits at the right point because there are so many other things going on externally, right? Like other conversations, what's happening in the world. So again, I love that you are going back to like what you should be focusing on, which is also what you can control. And as business owners, well, I know I do. I love to be able to control things. Like I don't want to be wasting my time, energy, focus, creativity on a possibility or potential of something. Like I want to know if I'm going to show up and do a thing, it's actually going to have an impact. And I think thinking about PR as like a long-term sustainable practice, like you said, being consistent, being you know, having that frequency is what's actually going to get you results. So what are the benefits then? I hinted at some just then of sustainable PR. And I guess what I'm trying to ask is, how does it help business owners get more clients and make more sales? Because that's what we want. For sure. So um, what I would say is that ensure when you've got a sustainable PR approach and you've built a really clear strategy around, you know, your visibility and what um, you want to achieve from your PR and then what activities are going to help you achieve, you know, those goals that you have, then you've got a really clear roadmap around how you're going to start using PR, what tactics you're going to be using and that you get that real consistency in um, you know what you're sharing um, where you're being featured and and so your people are starting to see you not only on your channels but they're starting to see you pop up on you know maybe in a having a podcast interview with someone or you know guest posting on a particular blog that they love reading and those sorts of things and so it means again that your message is actually being reiterated to them on various different platforms and they'll start to remember what you're about and who you are and all the things that you know all those key messages that you've been working hard on are going to start to cement in their brain and when you know you um you know when they are looking for someone in your you know area of expertise 
you're going to come to the forefront of their mind. Um, and I think, you know, the other thing about a sustainable PR approach is as you continue to gain momentum and get more and more features, you are really going to be starting to create and build that credibility and authority, which as an entrepreneur is really um, of so much value. And we know, you know, to be considered an expert, then we need to be, you know, showing our thought leadership, standing for something um, and really standing out from the crowd in that way. So, yeah, I think those are, you know, the real benefits um, for a more sustainable PR approach. I'm like shaking my head, my head sore from all of the nodding. Like, yes, I like this is so true. And I think it's just really nice to be reminded of all of that because so many of my clients, and me included, are sitting on social media being like, why is you know, no one seeing my stuff? Why is my message not getting out there? Why am I not being seen as the thought leader? Wow, it's a noisy space. And I keep thinking. <laughs> And reminding myself, like, you don't need to be on the gram. Like, I can be out sharing, like, articles. And like you said, having other people share my words with their, like, with their audiences. I can get on podcasts. There are so many other ways to be getting the results that you've just shared without just sitting on social media. And also what I'm taking away from everything you shared, too, is about being proactive. Like, again, I feel like we're sitting you know, at our computers wishing these things to happen when there's a lot of different things needing to go into this. Like you said, the key messages, you know, this story, everything you need to do that work first. So what are some common mistakes you see clients making when they're trying to do PR for themselves initially? Yeah, this is a good one. So um, one of the biggest mistakes that I see is just not... Um, thinking about what you're doing so not starting at the start and going okay here is what I'm trying to achieve as a business and now what how is my PR activity going to support those goals how is it actually going to help me drive that momentum within my business drive the growth that I want or whatever it is reposition myself in a particular market or whatever those you know business goals are and so what ends up happening is they're living the rabbit life and I talk about this they're like jumping from one thing to the next and they're not really doing anything well and they don't have any benchmarks to see if the activity they did actually gain the results that they wanted because they actually didn't know what they wanted to achieve out of what they did and it becomes this whole kind of quite convoluted mess and you know it means that the activity that they're doing is just not targeted um, and you know, I always say that you need to be thinking about what's in it for me. So often, you know, businesses will come to us or people will reach out and we might have these opportunities presented to us. And a lot of the time in this, at the start, particularly when you're building your business, you're just like, yes, yes, I'm going to do it all. I'm going, yes, I'm saying yes. And not actually stopping and going, what are the benefits to me as a business? What am I going to get out of this opportunity? So like as an example, as, um, you know, a small business, you might get another, a big business come to you and say, hey, we've got an event and we would love if we could get X amount of your product as a giveaway at that event. 
Um, and often you, you know, the brand might, the smaller brand might just be wowed by the opportunity. They're like, oh my gosh, this big brand wants, you know, my product. And, you know, you just say yes and that's it. But I always say to my clients, like, but what are you going to get from that opportunity? So like, you know, are you going to get X amount of social mentions from that big brand? So you're, you know, utilizing their social reach and tapping into their community. Or are you going to get the photos and the assets from that event that you can utilize on your own channel? So great, you're getting amazing professional assets that you can use on your channels over again. That's a win for you. Or, you know, are you getting their endorsement or some, from in some way? Or are there like influencers going to that event and they're going to be sharing your product and that sort of thing? So like, what are those wins or what are you hoping or what are you going to see out of that opportunity? Don't just say yes. Make sure that you've thought about that and then you've outlined it to whoever you're partnering or whatever the opportunity is to make sure that you're all on the same page. Um, so you all kind of walk away as a winner. I love that example. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yes to the rabbit life analogy. <laughs> I always love when you share that because I was like, this like hits me in the field. <laughs> I sometimes being rabbit life, particularly when it comes to visibility, because you're so right. When you're starting out, you are getting opportunities. And you're like, yes, please. Yes, please. And then now I find myself actually saying no way more times than I say yes and you're right it's because I've realized that a lot of the time I said yes to these opportunities and these bigger brands or a peer or just a you know event was getting so much more from me than I was getting so you know at the start I like wanted to be speaking at events and I said yes would say yes to things and then I realized that I was like speaking to an audience was never going to like work with me or buy anything from me so yes I got like the pretty little logo to stick on my website but when I started to look at it, it's like I got to also go to a, an event that I wasn't particularly interested in learning from the other speakers so I was like what am I really getting like the event is getting speakers there but I'm not getting anything out of it so now those kind of um, offers I'd only do it if I was getting paid I wouldn't do anything for free and I can also see in the example you shared how to be so easy for owners to just give away their products. Cause you know, what's a lip balm, you know, what's like a, you know, a beautiful thing, but that's so much time and energy and like money. So they're really? essentially giving away money and getting absolutely nothing in return. Totally. How many people, how many people do you think, I guess, like do this without thinking because of the pressure of saying yes to these brands? Cause like, if I told that story, to like a partner or a friend I can imagine them turn around and be like why wouldn't you that is like the best offer ever and I used to get that for myself as a speaker so I'd love to know do you feel like there's a lot of pressure from small business owners to like say yes to these like bigger brands and bigger opportunities even though they know it's not good for them a hundred percent yeah yeah and I feel like it's that thing like that you just you're not thinking about it you're not stopping and taking a breath and going what do I actually want to achieve out of it and it's something that I actually like within the programs that I teach is like what well, here are the questions like here's the process you need to go through to assess whether this is the right opportunity for for you and then what is it you want to get out of it 
because otherwise, yeah, you just, it's almost like a mindset thing. You're just like so wowed and so humble to be, to be asked and you'll, and you just kind of go for it. But then, yeah, you find that you kind of leave the, you know, it happens and then you walk away and you'll, you're feeling really down and out about it. And you're like, I don't, that, that isn't feeling good for me. And it hasn't gained my business anything. And I've poured so much time, so much money, all of the things into it. So yeah, it's really just taking that step back and assessing whether it is right for you. And also recognizing that other opportunities are going to come your way. I think you know, yeah. speaking to the mindset, it's like, oh, who else is going to want to feature my product or hear my story? It's like a lot of people. And so that self-trust that if you say no and take that step back and decide it's not the right opportunity or even being like, thank you for thinking of me, it's not the right opportunity now, which I've done a few times as well, that those opportunities are going to continue coming in if you're still doing that sustainable PR. And something that I always love, um, you know, talking about with you, it's just all of the amazing stories, just like the one you shared um, about how you help your clients get the results with their PR and just all of the incredible things that you help them put in place. So would you be comfortable sharing how you've helped a couple of um, businesses with their PR and the success you've helped them achieve? Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, I've been lucky enough to work with a few um, really amazing, very passion-led women in business. Um, and I just love that they're so driven by their purpose. But um, one of my clients who I've been working with recently um, is uh, she's really, really amazing at supporting her community. And part of what she does is trainings within the community, but she also extended out into a product offering as well. And she is literally one of those people who just absorbs everything that you share with her and then is a real go-getter and is like really driven to make things happen, which I love and is definitely philosophy I have in my life as well. If you want something, you've just got to make it happen. And um, she started identifying publications and places that she wanted to be seen and then just making those connections with, um, you know, the people that were writing the stories or, um, you know, were the podcast hosts and things like that, and then started, you know, commenting, engaging with them. And eventually she started to secure for herself um, some amazing um, opportunities. So she was able to get her products featured on um, seven news in morning shows this was all in the lead up to Christmas which is we all know a key gifting time but as well as that what we looked at as part of her strategy was around how did she actually tap into that local um, you know landscape as well because yes on a national level she had that product to offer but on a local scale she needed to also look at how she was um, you know, creating that brand awareness and credibility on that local scale for her courses. And so she was reaching out to local newspapers and, and, you know, started using some of those pitching templates and things that we've been working on to start securing some local coverage as well. So she kind of had a two-pronged approach 
um, which is the great thing when you've developed a PR strategy is that you've got a really clear plan around how it's going to support the different elements of your business. Such a great example. And I love that you shared the two-prong approach, thinking, you know, like more national, big picture, the stuff again that we all seem to gravitate towards. Like, do you want to be on like a morning breakfast? And that might be right for some people, but not others. But I love that she, and with your help, was also able to target local businesses. Because I think even in the online space, I know a lot of my clients, whether they're product or service-based businesses, are definitely looking to increase their reach and amplify their message like globally. I know I am, but majority of my clients are still in Australia. And I think a lot of us sort of start from our local communities. And again, when it comes to PR, we forget that we're wanting to go viral. Like I said, on like, you know, today's like breakfast show and we're forgetting that like literally people around us are interested in working with us, buying from us and there are PR opportunities um, there as well. Such a like, yeah, such a great example. And also, can I just add as a extra good to know, like newspapers aren't dead because I think a lot of people, again, are just trying to do everything online. But to hear that she was like doing like local kind of newspapers online, I'm guessing, and in print. And like, I know people have used like local newsletters and had amazing success. And one client of mine even put, um, I noticed up on a billboard at, like at her yoga studio and like I got clients that way. And you're like, Yes, there are so many PR opportunities that are literally staring you in the face, but we've just forgotten about how to connect with our community. Totally. And I would say about some of those, you know, we often, like you said, think about these like really big publications and, you know, they might have mass reach, but their engagement or their community might not be as strong as someone like a small, you know, business that you might end up collaborating with. You know that their pool or their community is like 99% your ideal client. And so you're talking directly to them. And it's like, you know, there's the opportunity. You making that connection with, you know, 99% of your dream client and attracting them to you that is going to have potentially more results than say, you know, getting some mass piece of coverage in a morning show that potentially is only got maybe their viewerships like 10% your ideal client, you know? Yeah, it's such a good reminder. It's about being focused. And like you said before, meeting your dream clients, like where they're at and being targeted. So if a business owner wanted to start incorporating some of the PR best practices that you've touched on what are three questions they can ask themselves they can actually set realistic PR goals and make everything they do sustainable PR totally so I would always say what like ask yourself what am I hoping to achieve with my business in the next you know six to 12 months what are those big goals that I have and that might be around like how you're positioning yourself in the market. It might be around um, wanting to sell, you know, X amount of a particular service or product that you have. And then from there, thinking about how your PR activity can actually, or your PR goals can actually support that. And then, you know, the next question is what we've just been speaking about. Where are your people hanging out? And where do you need to start showing up 
to be able to share, you know, the, your, your message, to share your passion, to start talking about um, and moving towards those goals that you have. So good. And I think it's also a nice reminder that you don't need to do it all today. You can just start taking small actions, planning ahead, doing the work. And then again, over time, you'll start to see results. And I know from hanging out with you and for my clients as well, like it takes a while to get momentum, but once you get it, it really does just build and build and build. And so just trusting in um, the process and also getting help from people like Anna um, if you need it, so you can keep up the accountability momentum. I think that's important, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think that consistency is so key um, and just making sure that you are, yeah, keeping on with that momentum and, and um, keeping yourself on track by, you know, going back to, you know, the strategy that you set out and questioning whether it's still the right strategy, whether you need to tweak it or change it or, or whatever that looks like. And if you wanted listeners to take away one thing about sustainable PR, what would it be? Um, make sure that you are really strategic in what you are choosing to do and what activities you are going after so that they actually add value to you and you're actually getting something out of it. Yes, and viral is not always a good thing. Exactly. Sustainable PR is where it's at. So thank you so much for coming on to the Rachel Pushup Show and sharing the story, insights and wisdom. I know listeners are going to take away so much from what you shared here today. Thanks for having me, Rachel. Pleasure. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.